low energy. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is great. Thank you all for listening. We will be podcasting more on that note. <laughs> and yeah, I heart you, Jules. Thanks for holding space. And yeah, we'll talk soon, guys. Yes, love you all. Have a beautiful Monday and happy Mercury retrograde. since we've heard that um (laughs) so crazy we have not done a podcast since like a month Mm -hmm. and it's nice to be back um there's definitely like pushback for me today I don't know about you Jules we'll get into it but oh the schedule feels so busy and it feels like a Monday with a bazillion things to do and fitting this in is needed, but it's tough right now. Um, how are you feeling, Jules? Yeah, I feel that I, um, I have my work laptop right next to me. I am not multitasking. I'm trying to be present, but, um, I'm excited to get to talk about the Leo full moon that happened last week and kind of the aftermath of that and how we're now in Mercury retrograde in Aquarius and what that means, because I think that plays into, um, how we're feeling right now, like, oh, I need to go and do my work. But at the same time, I'm holding space for my creativity and my passion. And yeah, as we've seen, we haven't done a podcast in a month. And so clearly that's been hard to do, um, which I'm glad we're making ourselves do it today. Not making, wanting. (laughs) Yeah, same. Um, So let's just dive right in. The Leo full moon was on Wednesday of last week. Thursday. And there was, was it, was it Thursday? Yeah. No, Thursday of last week. (laughs) I think I journaled about it on Wednesday. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of that. Um, But there were some themes that I had learned about that came up and that I kind of just want to bring up and see how we felt. So I wrote down three. One was to trust the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Um, to lean into the creativity of Leo and find that motivation again. And lean into this heart-centered energy. So to open your heart, open your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about those, Jules? I love that. And I, I feel like you'd mentioned that briefly last week when we talked. Um, so I'm excited to hear more of what you have to say, but, um, yeah, I have felt it so strongly. Like since Thursday, I'm literally like, wow, how is my like heart aligned with my intentions? Cause this last month was like, how are my actions aligned with my intentions? And now I'm adding that layer of like, how's my heart there? So I was like, I'm going, going to go bouldering and I'm going to meet up with my friends to grab a drink safely and outdoors. Of course it's COVID and I'm going to have fun on the mountain snowboarding and I'm going to just like advocate for what I want in my job. And so like, I really felt, I felt it so strongly and like playfully and it's so much fun. Um, And I think too, what I had just, this is such a tangent, but it came to mind as you were describing that you're like, here's the big picture. I was like, wow, that is so sad of you. (laughs) So like, here's the big thing. And I'm, as you were saying that I'm looking at like the natal chart from Thursday and I'm like, Oh, look at these details, which is so Virgo. And so, um, I don't know, that just really resonated with me. So I wanted to share that. 
but how does that, how do you feel about this moon and how are you feeling that? Um, well, first of all, I like that you said advocate and advocate for yourself because Leo is all about like doing you <laughs> and that I think is like a super empowering word. So I really commend you for like getting to that point and like wanting that for yourself because that's super important. And I think like we all need to do that for ourselves more. Um, but this full moon, what really showed up for me was motivation and leaning into what I want for me. So I did a lot of like visualization and manifestation on this full moon. I really, I'm really in a place right now where I'm, I'm going to graduate soon and I'm thinking about what I want to do with my career. So I'm applying to a lot of jobs and before I do that, what I'm trying to do now is visualize like what I actually want, like what is actually important to me mm. and to kind of like call that career into my existence. So I've been watching a lot of manifestation videos. <laughs> I, I wrote a check to myself with like the number I think I oh deserve. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> um so this moon has been very practical for me in the sense of money in the sense of value and self-worth and that has a lot to do with my heart chakra too and realizing that like I deserve things and like I deserve space to understand that and also that I have to trust the bigger picture I did a manifestation on and around the full moon and I was trying to visualize like, okay, I wrote down this number on the check. All right. What does that feel like? Like, what does it feel like if I have all of that? And what I truly felt in myself was like, I don't think I will change, <laughs> which was a really cool feeling. Like this, that number would not change my day to day. It would change what my bank account looks like. It would change maybe like debt, but I really felt unchanged. And then I was like, okay, so that means like I'm already living my life feeling like I deserve this number. And now I need to call in like something that has nothing to do with that number. Like, what do I want? What career do I want based on my values, not on a number? Mm -hmm. Wow. And that was a really fun experience. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That reminds me a lot of the meditations that um, Erica had sent out like in the summer. And do you remember? And it was all about abundance. Um, and yeah. it was mm -hmm. like writing out. I, I remember this one exercise that I was very hesitant to do because it was like write out all of your debts <laughs> and your expenses. And I was like, oh, oh I do not want to look at your <laughs> loans. But um, it was really cool. And then it was like writing a check to yourself or to your future or whatever you wanted. And I was like, Wow. Or like writing the check that you're signed, like paying that off. And, um, mm -hmm. I think tools like that and manifestation tools are so powerful. And I don't, I, I think I get intimidated by them sometimes. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to do that. Um, like where do I start? And that's why I typically go to Tori. Cause I know she's watched 15 YouTube videos on it. And, <laughs> um, but I also know like you put things into practice. You're like, okay, I've, I've found all this information. I'm going to just like put it together and try it. Um, and 
yeah, I, I love that. And I love how you really are aligning. And I think too, that leans into this element of Leo, right? So the, um, this full moon that happened on Thursday, um, about, it was like midday, I think here in mountain standard time. So a little bit like early afternoon, mid afternoon on Eastern time. Um, but the moon was at nine degrees of Leo. So check in your chart. Where is nine degrees of Leo? Where does that fall for you? What house is that in? That's where you could be feeling this energy. Um, but it's such a fun moon. And I think it came at a really great time. Also in Aquarius season. So the sun was also at nine degrees Aquarius at that time. So they were conjunct. And Aquarius is just innovative. It's forward thinking. It's going to be expressive. It's like, I'm doing this for the community. And Tori and I had this conversation last week on like, how is it that you understand your talents and your gifts and bring them, which is Leo, and bring them to the world for like the greater good of humanity, which is Aquarius. And like, I've never really like leaned much into Leo and Aquarius because I don't have much in my chart there. Um, but I've loved it. I was like, this energy has really gotten me out of this funk I've been in in the last month. And um, so I'm, I'm excited to hear like, how have you been leaning into like, your passions and like your heart centered work. Hmm. Um, wow. What a question. <laughs> I, I was actually trying to pull up my chart and look where I have nine degrees of Leo. I think it's in my fourth house. Oh yeah. I'm pulling yours up too. Um, <laughs> I was like, where are we at? <laughs> okay. I want to hear more about, the full moon chart because you're really good at that and I want to hear about the details because I need more of that <laughs> um but oh how have I been leaning into Leo and that energy you know that has been a tough place for me right now mm. because I'm in an in-between and I have to actively like think what what makes me excited this week like what do I want to do for fun this week what do I want to do for enjoyment um and they're really small things lately so it's taking the time to like watch that YouTube video for myself or listen to that podcast be outside in the sun or sit down and have a FaceTime date with a friend um or just read a book um but it has been, it has been tough to be able to like do fun things because mm. where I'm at right now is I thought I'd be living with my significant other at this point in my life. And mm. it, it takes so much patience and like flowing with the emotions that come up with that and knowing that like, it's okay to not feel happy all the time in a long distance relationship and to just breathe in that and that has come up and I've been proud of myself for like letting myself feel that and then finding those small moments of joy when like I would love to have everyday joy with someone but like that's not my experience right now and I get to be really excited about what my experience right now is. Mm -hmm. So it has been hard to lean into that joy because I have a picture of it in my head 
and that feels unattainable right now. So I'm working on rearranging that image while also being patient, while also being excited for what's to come. And it is a complex whirlwind <laughs> of emotion, but I'd like to turn that question back on you. What has gotten you excited lately and what have you been looking forward to? Uh, I love that. And, and also I appreciate your transparency and your honesty. And um, cause I know like, it's not always easy to be like, yeah, <laughs> things are not, they're not great. Or like, I don't feel like I love it at this moment. Like, um, and that's the life part, right? The ups and downs and it's still like beautiful in the end. And I was actually looking at your chart too. And where Leo is for you, you don't have any planets in Leo, but Leo is ruling your fourth house of family, of home, of values. And I can now, I'm like, wow, this is so you because I always like, I would always look at like, see you Tori and like, you always have like so much confidence and so much like of you that shows up in your relationships with other people. And you're just like, yeah, of course, like this is what it is. And this is what I love. And I love people and I love my family and I love the things that I value. And you do it so confidently, like you don't second guess it. Um, and so, I mean, it really well, thank you. <laughs> that was <so> sweet. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, as far as like this moon, I think we talked on like, what is it, Wednesday morning or something or Tuesday? I can't remember. But um, mm -hmm. I've been thinking very heavily since Wednesday where I'm like, I always come back to like, how do I want to live my day-to-day -day life? Like, where is my heart really aligned? I am such a passion project person. My Mars is in cancer. I'm driven by emotion. I'm driven by the things I value. And like, I cannot imagine a world where I live every day and I don't do those things. Like, it's just not me. Um, even mm -hmm. though I don't have a huge amount of Leo in my chart, but I've been thinking so much. I'm like, I want to just be a vegan baker. <laughs> and I also really want to um, do counseling. And that's what I initially thought I wanted to do when I like was in high school. And then I was like, I can't do that because finances. And I'm now just like, yeah, but what good is finances if I'm not like loving every minute of my life, right? Like, mm -hmm. and life's so short, right? As we've seen this whole year and like what it is I value and how I live my life is a lot more important than like the money I might make. And yes, that is still important. I still need to make sure that I'm like covering my bases and living the lifestyle that I, you know, can hope for. But um, I've had so many conversations over this weekend of like, I really want to like, get my MSW and I really want to like at like actively do my baking on the side and like maybe as I create you know just like um take photos of the things I make and like post them and just make that a practice to eventually turn into something and um I even had like a moment last week where I was like really like bummed out about like work or something and I'm tired of working for my bedroom all the time and I was like I'm I could just like watch a show and go to bed, but I'm like, what is that? What is that to life? Like, there's so much more to life than just working my job to get paid. I was like, I feel like I've gotten into this mode in January, very Capricornian. I was like, wow, I'm living to work right now. And that's never how I've wanted to be. I was like, I want to work to live. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to have a job that gives me the uh, like abundance and opportunity to go snowboarding or to bake. And so I just like, turned around. And I was like, I'm just going to bake. And I baked for like an hour and I love it. And that's 
that's my flow state and that's my heart chakra and that's that Leo energy. Um, and I also realized too that my black moon Lilith is in Leo. And so the big like shadow over my life is like, how do you be like confident in the things that you bring to the world? And how do you live into that? And how do you not shy away from that? And how do you not get hurt with your ego when that doesn't work out, right? And so I'm really trying to learn those lessons, but now I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, I really need to align those things. And I need to put my actions in alignment with my heart, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then like have that Leo courage to like take the next step. <laughs> and like, what does that look like? And be fearless going forward in a time where like I could have a lot of fear centered around it. But I actually thought of you last night because I was watching Chef's Table, like the Christina Tosi episode. Oh my God, I watched um, it four times last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she also is on um, The Chef or like The Chef Show on Netflix. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I think she's like on season two, she's there. So you should check right. that out if you haven't seen that one. Wow, that's on my agenda tonight now. Yeah, but I... I think that's beautiful and I think like it's motivation for like everyone like be in alignment with like what makes you so passionate what makes you want to like get up in the morning regardless of money because like what is money like it's oh yeah yeah we've put so much around it in our like Capricornian capitalistic like worlds mm -hmm. but it's nothing without like yourself being in alignment with it. And I've been thinking about that so much lately, um, which also brings me to a transit that happened last week that I want to like tie into this conversation. Um, Venus was, I believe it was conjunct with Pluto, um, but don't quote me on that. It's something with Venus and Pluto that yeah, activated right. with Okay, it activated like within, well, obviously dependent upon your chart, but generally within people, like your value, your self-worth, maybe your self-image, what money means to you, where do you want to put money, are you receiving money, do you feel like you're in debt right now, and like are you stuck on this sense of like poverty consciousness or like unconsciousness which is a term I've been researching um but really like thinking about all these things um and a lot I don't know about you Jules but a lot of what come came up for me last week was like stuff around my self-image and realizing that I want my self-talk to be like super empowering so that I wake up every morning feeling just great <laughs> and like good about like my self-image and understand that like life happens and we age and that is okay I want to continue to tell myself that and mm -hmm. I want to not put so much emphasis on money and have more of flow with that I want I've also been thinking a lot about like investments and mm -hmm my money in like good places and not being fear not having fear around a lot of those venus values and venus qualities which was truly that conjunction so how did you feel that or maybe 
you haven't and you can reflect on it now what was happening for you last week that was around like self-image self-worth needing money or the way you indulge yeah that's so uh, that's so real and I think I'm I've always um I've thought about that so much where the big thing that I struggle with is like, I can't do that because it's not going to make me money or I can't have, I can't be a baker Mm -hmm. because I can't make $10 an hour and live my life. Like I can't, um, be my own boss because I'm maybe I don't have a culinary degree or like I can't do social work and like pay to go to grad school and then make like a third of what it costs for me to go to grad school. Um, all of those like negative self-limiting beliefs, right? This is self-talk I'm telling myself. Um, But I think that's where I've always struggled is like, how do I live in alignment with that, with my values? Um, But I felt too, like seeing that this like Venus was conjunct Pluto, like the thing that it makes me think of is like, where is that transforming? And what is ending in that area to then open up doors for what's more in alignment? And um, Mm -hmm. I had... Um, on Thursday, I'd had like, um, you know, my mid-year review and I was reflecting on like my role in my job and like was a really stressful week last week, like long nights. And I was just like, I don't like, I like this, but I'm like, I, the thing that I want to do is X, Y, and Z. And I was really scared to like tell my boss that. Cause I was like, I could get a no, but at the same time, like, I also don't want to do something I'm not happy with or that I don't feel like I'm growing in, um, in the meantime. So I, yeah, I think a lot of like how I viewed myself and like what I brought to the table, um, I really had to shift that narrative because I realized I was like, wow, I keep like shitting on myself at work and I'm like, I'm not bringing anything to the table. I'm not doing anything. Um, like that's everyone else. I'm just here to like watch and, um, thankfully had great teammates that were like, no like do you do you see like what you're doing um and a lot of that comes to like the self-worth right and like I was telling Tori earlier but it's like this evolution of like I'm con- like we all are but like continuously unlearning these things and even when I feel like I've mastered it or I'm like wow I've gotten over that giant hump I've gotten over that big hill but that on the downside there's still some like little boulders I gotta climb over And I'm at those little boulders right now, putting in things into Mm -hmm. practice and realizing like, oh shoot, yeah, that's that one memory I have as a kid and how I internalize that. And okay, I'm unlearning that. I'm realizing like that behavior is not going to get me to where I want. And so, yeah, I've I've been feeling that strongly. Um, Wow, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, and thank you for sharing that. I think like a lot of what I'm hearing from you is that like allowing yourself the space to like see what old beliefs are coming out through your actions, like putting a bookmark in it, (laughs) writing it down if that feels comfortable, like giving it light, giving it space, and then breaking the pattern moving forward, which I have been working on a lot too with like beliefs about myself from childhood and like addressing your, I mean, it's this, term is kind of over saturated overused but like the childhood wound of like what did you learn as a kid that helped that now is hindering you (laughs) and like creating new belief patterns that are like strong and like I think 
calling yourself out is so hard and it's not something to like look past like sometimes sitting with yourself is defeating and it's scary but like giving yourself space is also empowering and it shows yourself worth and chances are you're going to break that pattern if you do that so i i feel a lot of that and i think aquarius season is like the time to do it cuz aquarius mm-hmm. is like I don't like this word at all, but detachment, um, (laughs) the way like Aquarians do it is like, they're watching their own body, like interact with other humans from afar and like realizing, oh, this person is in my life for this reason. I'm learning this. I'm learning this. And Aquarians are so good at doing that. And it's a sort of like healthy attachment. It's like displacing your view or like seeing a new perspective which is kind of tough for me because and I talked about this when we talked Julie like that Aquarius is a fixed sign so being able to step back and like see things from a different perspective and like hold that place stay there is so hard for us mutable signs sad (laughs) Virgo because it's like (laughs) I think I'm really great because I'm mutable because I can fit in any space. Like Aquarius energy is too much for me. Like get out of here. You guys are so fixed, so opinionated. Oh my God. (laughs) So that, that could be coming up for some of you now if you're mutable or if um, you're cardinal. So it's tough, but we have to go through all these energies and it teaches us a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so true. I love how you brought in like the mutable and fixed signs. And I always find that really interesting. And Aquarius is always just like this, sometimes an enigma, but I've, you know, learned to love it over time. Um, but like, yeah, I, when you had mentioned like, um, oh, those wounds from your childhood and unlearning those. And this moon was actually trining Chiron, which is the wounded healer. And so there was a lot of energy of being like, and, and so trying is like a positive thing, right? Like it's working pretty well together of like, and that being in the moon being in Leo, it's like, wow, how have I like, who am I today? And how am I showing up in the world? Um, but like, how is that getting, it's holding that space to be able to like reflect on like, how has that also wounded me? Like where, where are my wounds? And like, how do I, you know, address those things? And um, so it's interesting you mentioned, like Kyra um, mentioned the wounded part, um, but was also like, strange about the strange but different about like this moon like there was a (laughs) lot that was happening with the black moon lilith like it was squaring the sun yeah like it was squaring the sun squaring the moon squaring jupiter squaring saturn like holy smokes but it was also in conjunction with mars and uranus so even though so the black moon lilith quick note is like this hidden thing that's like over your life you're always trying to um kind of like lean into it's always like this lesson of like how do I become more of that? But it, it just like always pops up. And so yours is in Pisces, right, Tori? Uh, my black love? No, Cancer. Cancer. So like for mm-hmm. Tori, it could be like, like for you, it could be, how do I like lean into my emotion? And how do I like lean into my values? And how do I like align with all of that? Um, mm-hmm. And mine is in Leah, which is like, how do I step into like my like self-confidence and my creative and like my heart without being egotistical, right? Um, and how to like do that every day. But like last week it was like, 
wow, there was tension in, with that in my main personality. There was tension with it in how I thought about it in my head, tension in how I expanded with it, tension in how I structured my life around it. But on the positive side too, it being conjunct with Mars and Uranus, it was like, it's, it was easier to think of like, wow, I'm really driven to try and get there. I'm really driven to try and make that alignment. But I'm also like mm-hmm. driven to like think innovatively about it and to like try something outside of the box or try something I haven't done before and like having that confidence in it. And so, um, yeah, like, do you, how does that like feel with you? Like, did you resonate with um, any of your Lilith in the past week? Wow. Yeah. I'm so happy you brought that up. I love when you like read the degrees for us because that is not (laughs) where I shine. And I really appreciate your knowledge on that. So thank you. Um, Wow. Yeah. Cancer. So I, like my Lilith, like you said, is a lot of like confronting those true emotions and like letting them come out and like being okay with them and confident in them. Um, And I've definitely felt that a lot. Um, I've been trying to be like so intentional about how I connect with like my one-on-one relationships with friendships. And even in my like romantic relationship, I Oh my God, I had a conversation last night, literally talking about my deepest insecurities, like deep, deep, deep down there that I never want to say like to anyone or anything about like family and um, just like really addressing how that impacts me as a person and how that impacts how I show up in my relationship, specifically in conflict and specifically in times when I am, I feel so fearful of like, basically being naked in my emotions and what I what I also need in that so like I had to make it really clear to Adam like that when I am talking about like these specific things even if we are upset like I need you to hold me like I need you to hug me after like even if it is the worst and we are so upset with each other like at the end of the conversation about this topic and this topic I need a hug and just like Mm -hmm. saying that and giving myself like that space was like oh my god like I deserve that and like that's okay like that's so small and something so easy to understand that like he can give me and allowing myself to receive that (laughs) oh my god sorry (laughs) receive that is is so big like and it's so good for like my self-worth and it had so much to do with like that cancer emotion and like um family and just values and the like warmest and like mothering way and I was so proud of myself so yeah um that's definitely how I leaned into that (laughs) love it um yeah is there anything else on the chart that you've seen I know you sent me it I think it was like two days ago and you were like this is wild (laughs) anything else that stood out to you um yeah no I think it's just interesting obviously the sun and moon are opposite each other right um and that's how full moons happen um but also Jupiter is in opposition to the moon so um how we expand and is like really just being lit up in an Aquarian sense or or sorry, in a Leo sense, because that's where the moon is. It's like, how do I expand to be me? Um, But yeah, I think if anything else, just a huge amount of Lilith, huge amount of Chiron. So what's that hidden shadow for you? And um, not in a bad way. It's not like, "Ah, 
but it's just like, how can you lean into that a little bit more? Cause this is a great opportunity to do so, but also Chiron, like where are your wounds? What, what does hurt you? What are those deepest insecurities? Because that's what Chiron is. Like Chiron is like literally the wounded healer. And um, the optimism there too is like that Chiron too is in um, mythology. It ends up being like the representation of Sagittarius and Sag, as you know, Tori, our in-house Sag is like, I'm still knowing that it's going to, the grass is greener over there and that it's still going to be optimistic. And yes, it hurts when I have to leave and move on, but I know that there's still something beautiful in that and there's a higher meaning to life. And so I think if anything, like this, we're clearly the moon is out of Leo right now, but like thinking, reflecting back in the last week, like, where was that for you? Where, where are you healing? Where are you leaning into and continue to do that. And, um, just, take this energy of Aquarius, which is so innovative and think like, how can I literally rebuild? Because 2020, as we all know, was a time of like deep reflection as all um, retrograde massive seasons were, which was <laughs> last year. Um, says, pause, let's think about what do I actually want? And then 2020 is like, okay, I'm going to actually take steps to rebuild that. And Aquarius gives you the confidence to do it. It gives you that sense of like, not aligning your passion with the drive you have in life to use your gifts for the greater good of humanity. And um, yeah, I'd say if anything, like Aquarius season is great. And we're now in Mercury is now in retrograde, um, which is honestly like the smallest retrograde ever compared to 2020. Um, but it is also an Aquarius and this time for the next until February 19th started on Saturday um, can is just like going inwards and like communicating with yourself of like, what do I really, how can I really communicate um, externally and how can I do that for everyone else, but also like innovatively. And I, as my last question to you before I want to hear this tarot card, um, like how have you been feeling this Mercury retrograde or preparing for it? Yeah. Uh, oh, all of that is so good. Um, like I told you, I think the other day, like I'm excited. <laughs> so I have crazy eighth house energy. So I get excited about all of this transformative work. <laughs> um, so this retrograde, how I'm seeing it is like a time to do exactly what you're talking about. Review, revise, um, kind of like repurpose, find your purpose again. I think Aquarian season always shows us that like, okay, we just went through a bunch of stuff. Now, where are we going to direct our energy? And for me, I want to use these three, these next three weeks to do that, to revise and review where I want to direct my energy for the next year. Um, where do I want to be with communication? I think like we all know Mercury retrograde brings up communication. And mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I have really been thinking about that and I can't talk too much about it yet because I'm still going through it, <laughs> but yeah. I'm trying to figure out like what I want communication to look like. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to have this time and just something else that is exciting within the astrological world is after this 
retrograde on, I believe it's February 20th, all the planets are going to be direct. And what I hear a lot, I don't know about you, Jules, right? (laughs) Is that when all the planets, I know, when all the planets are direct, we really should be starting projects. We should be like pushing forward. So the way I see this time, which I love looking at it in a practical Capricornian way, is like the next three weeks we get to revise, review, we get to set plans for like what the heck we want to start, what project we want to start on February 20th, what, how do we want to really dive in? And I think it's like also beautiful because astrological new year is coming to an end yeah astrological year is coming to an end and it's just a great time these are great times to like make mistakes see like your little frustrations from afar and understand like where does it come from maybe journal about it figure it out you'll have three weeks and then on the 20th like go do whatever the heck you want to do and just like push forward and like we got this like I feel like Pisces season it's gonna be like this like optimistic time I am so looking forward to Pisces season (laughs) I am baffled to hear this Tori (laughs) I love it you know my (laughs) my Saturn is actually in Pisces and I've been leaning in so hard so (laughs) send me somewhere It's so funny because I remember when Tori and I were like really early on in our like astrology journey and we're on a run or a walk or something because we tend to do that a lot. And it was like in a Pisces full moon and that my moon's in Pisces and I was like, oh, I'm loving this. And Tori's like, so like earth and it, like fire energy. And I remember you being like, this is so stressful. <laughs> yeah yeah I I was freaking out (laughs) it's it's so funny how like our charts get hit differently because I remember you texting me this weekend with like all the craziness happening and you're like what is going on and I was like wow I feel unnaturally calm today (laughs) so it's so funny how like we all go through things like differently and I think we could like appreciate it in each other too like wow like clearly I'm okay with this element and this person is struggling what is happening or vice versa and we all like compliment each other in that way too which is it's just super nice to see yeah and and I love that and I think too like you and I have very like opposite charts but also like are very similar in many ways, but it's also complimentary, right? Like I think um, that's like the beauty in it too. And I also really loved how you mentioned about this Mercury retrograde time because y'all, it's been a year, it's been a year of retrogrades and retrogrades always have this daunting like story about them. But um, I think too, like the way you talk about it, Tori, brings a lot of um, levity to it. And I think that's how it should be because literally I've, I've learned a new appreciation for retrogrades as like, they're just a time to prepare. It's a time to go inward and like, ask yourself what you really want instead of just only moving forward, which is typically how our world is running. Right. And it's literally mm-hmm. built in, it's like built in lesson planning time. So it's like lesson plan for the next three weeks on like <laughs> what you really want to do, because right now we only have Mercury in retrograde and the North node in Gemini is also in retrograde. So that should be hopping out of there soon. And I think that too, like the North node is like that life's purpose. Like how do we align with that? Um, And I think after, like you were saying, after this, um, after these planets go direct, we'll have a lot more clarity and sense of how to move forward. And I think 
I don't know about you, but like, I'm already feeling that energy moving that direction. And so I'm really excited to like prepare and be ready to just hit the ground running after all this time. <laughs> yes. Yes, same. And I kind of want to end it there. Like, let's end on this optimistic note. Um, it has been a time for all of us, and we deserve to be super excited about the next three weeks and doing whatever we need to get ready for Pisces season and the astrological new year. So to close off, I was trying to think of, like, what I want to ask you that's not what you're grateful for, because I don't want to ask that right now. Mm -hmm. Um so what I am going to ask is what are you going to do today that feels like a small win? Oh, I like that. Um, this recording, this podcast has been a small win because I woke Amen. up late. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up late. I went to the grocery store, got my things, came in late. And I was like, I still got to work today, but I'm really glad part of me was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll just push it off. But I'm really glad that um, we held space to do that. And I actually held myself accountable to doing technology things because as we all know, I check my phone once a month. And um, I'm really glad to get to have been here today with you and after a month of um, reflection. And um, so yeah, this, is, this time right now is definitely a win for me. What about you? Yeah, I, I really like that. And I want to like co-sign that and say <laughs> the same thing because I felt the same way. And I hate when I feel that because like I almost get mad at myself at the same time. So it's like frustrated for like wanting to do it and not wanting to do it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think ugh, it's so hard to like give yourself space to like just exist and be creative and not be productive and mm -hmm. that's what this space feels like and I'm so grateful for that I'm so grateful that we get to just chat and like have nothing tied to it like yeah we edit this podcast and then gotta go out and you know those <laughs> things but like it it feels like a creative space to just like be calm and let go and it definitely feels like a small win today so I agree and I appreciate you for making this space even when it's tough even when we're tired even when there's other things that feel like a priority yeah oh I appreciate you I appreciate this time and I look forward to doing more um and I also this last blurb that really had me thinking um in relation to Leo and doing things that you're passionate about and bringing them forward. But um, people also see that, right? And so I had two friends who I'd met recently and yesterday made the comment um, about, they're like, you know what's really cool? It's really cool the way that you talk about astrology and how you do that with your friend Tori and you do a podcast because it's really cool to see other people who are like lit up on fire with their passion. And that's real. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, so and I was like, wow, like these people I've met literally twice in my life can already see that. Like when you live in alignment, you really are doing what you need to in for the rest of the world. And so, um, I'm glad we were able to, we continue to make space for it. Um, because it shows. 
Yeah, yeah. And thank you for sharing that. That's super inspiring. And uh, I think we need that. And the way that like I feel inside me that it's like alignment is like, it's not hard to plan. Like it's not hard to talk. Like when we talk, it just flows. And I don't feel pressured. And there's very few places in my life where like, I don't feel pressured. And that's what feels so good. And uh, we need to do more of that. We all need to do more of that. Like, where do you think about where you don't feel pressured and like where you just feel like you're in flow, like where you let loose, where you're yourself. Do more of that. Like, that's Leo. Hello, star watchers, moon gazers, whatever you want to call yourself. I'm Julie. And I'm Tori. And welcome to the Two Vegans One Moon Podcast, where we're just two girls leaning into Libra, holding a creative space where nourishing plant-based foods meet astrology. So grab a drink. I'm having coffee. Grab a journal and let's empower connection through our bodies, the stars, and each other. Thanks, Jules. It has been a while.